Welcome to The Extra, the show that connects you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And uh, here on February 13th, we're about 13 days into Black History Month. Just about the midway point, we certainly saw history being made in terms of a black history last night at the Super Bowl with the first Super Bowl ever to feature two black quarterbacks facing off against each other. I uh, had to feel very uh, sad for Jason Hurts, but uh, very happy for Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. If you are a Chiefs fan, if you're a Phillies fan, well, I'm sorry. Uh, that that one is going to unfortunately go down as something you're going to be heartbroken about for quite some time. But when it comes to things to celebrate during Black History Month, one thing uh, that we can celebrate here in our region is the support of Black businesses. And we have today to talk about it, uh, Doug Price, who's president and CEO of Visit Colorado Springs, joining us. Good morning, Doug. Hi, Shannon. Good morning. And Rodney, and Rodney, please say your last name for me because I, I didn't get a pronunciator on this. How do I say your last name, Rodney? Galette. Galette. Okay, well, that's just like it uh, looks like on the paper. And he is CEO <laughs> of Firma IT Solutions and President and CEO of the Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce. In addition to having a number of other qualifications, uh, Rodney, you're a U.S. Air Force veteran, a certified ethical hacker, a certified chief information security officer, and a certified network defense architect. So a lot on your plate there, but but I'm guessing that support of black businesses is something that you uh, hold very strongly to your heart close to my heart. Good morning to you and good morning, Doug. Well, good morning, Rodney. Let's talk about this CSBCC for our listeners, if it's okay, Rodney. Uh, it, it started 31 years ago in 1992, and uh, and it's continued to grow year after year. Let's talk about what the CSBCC, Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce, is. Well, our vision is to be the strongest, most influential entity in service to black businesses in the Pikes Peak region. And our mission is to increase the awareness of black businesses, um, and we will be a vital pathway for connecting black business owners and entrepreneurs with the resources needed to help them grow their business ventures and create new economic opportunities. We're trying to put money in these folks' hands. Mm. Um, there's been a lot of uh, constructs in place to keep that from not happening, so we um, we are here to, to fight all those glass ceilings, shatter them, kick down all the doors that are barriers to opportunities, and make sure that we all have a, uh, an equitable uh, playing field so that um, black business owners can have their slice of the American dream like everybody else. Colonel James M. Stewart started it, right? Tell, tell us about uh, the yeah. impetus for it and, and how, it, yeah. I mean, just, I guess, what the secret was then. Right on. So we... Very much appreciate uh, Colonel Jim Stewart. I uh, hope he's listening. Good morning, Colonel. Um, so imagine back in 1992, what was Colorado Springs like? I've only been here seven years, um, but I've heard a lot of stories about the 1992-ish Colorado Springs, and it wasn't um, a place that was thriving with uh, diversity. And, um, you know, there were organizations here that were, you know, making it really hard for certain types of people to be able to flourish and thrive here, like our, our queer community. Um, 
And so what Colonel Stewart saw when he was trying to start his own business um, was, was lack of resources, lack of opportunities, lack of, you know, support. So, you know, the biggest leadership lesson in this is, and that's for everybody listening, when you are, when you see a need and you don't see anything existing to address it, create it. Don't just sit there and suffer. Make something happen. So that's what he did. He created the Carl Springs Black Chamber of Commerce in 1992, and this is year 31, and um, we're doing some pretty good work. And 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 this kind of came in lockstep with the federal government realizing that they ha- had not been uh, as equitable in dispersing uh, federal contracts across the spectrum of uh, businesses that were uh, non-minority owned and minority owned. And so uh, it sounds like that this uh, fulfilled a need to um, maybe uh, identify some of those businesses that were black owned to to help to uh, bring some of these contracts there and bring them to home uh, to help the community and to help uh, those black-owned businesses. Uh, Doug, it is a very different landscape than what we had back in 1992, but the need is still there, yeah? You know, it is, Shannon, and and it's, um, you know, Rodney acknowledged uh, Colonel Stewart this morning, and, uh, and, and Jim really was ahead of his time. He was, he did exactly what Rodney just described in terms of seeing a need and, and inserting himself and, and, and trying to make a situation better. And, and I think, you know, we'll talk about this throughout the broadcast this morning, but uh, our community really is transitioning. And we at Visit Colorado Springs really want to be welcoming to all, to all businesses, to all visitors, to all residents. And I think that, uh, I hope most people listening would say that Colorado Springs is a changed and changing community uh, from where it was 31 years ago. And certainly with the military being as big of a part of our community, I mean, the military it has become very diverse uh, in, in many ways. And, and so a need to reflect that diversity uh, back at one of our largest employers, if not our largest employer. Well, and, and Rodney Gillette and Jim Stewart are two examples of people who were uh, military veterans and came to this community and you're, you're right, uh, Shannon, I, I, we talk about it regularly, that the military is the, probably the most diverse part of our community. They just bring uh, all kinds of, um, you know, ethnicity uh, to our community that might not, we might not otherwise uh, benefit from. Well, we want to continue the discussion. Uh, We need to take a break here. When we come back, Rodney, I'd like to talk to you about the organization uh, and how it was impacted by COVID and uh, the events that we've seen throughout the pandemic, but also talk to you about your own personal story, if it's okay. Copy that. Let's do it. Copy that. Sounds good. Well, we are going to take a short break. And for those who are listening, we are marking Black History Month uh, and focusing on the Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce and uh, what they bring to the community and and how it uh, provides help and assistance and support to black businesses in our area and that liaisoning that needs to be done. That and more coming up as KRDO's Morning News and Extra continues. 
Welcome back to The Extra, the show connecting you with the issues, topics, and people that are important to you. And today, we're so pleased to have with us Rodney Gallet, CEO of uh, Firma IT Solutions, as well as president and CEO of the Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce. We're also joined by Doug Price, who's CEO and president of Visit Colorado Springs. So, Rodney, before we went to the break, I, I was mentioning, of course, we, we cannot ignore how... Uh, the impact of COVID, as well as uh, some of the tragic deaths that we've seen uh, involving uh, black men and uh, even black women losing their lives at the hands of police officers and what later are deemed uh, uh, unjustified uh, killings and the uh, civil liberties, civil rights uh, movement that came about out of that Black Lives Matter. I mean, how how your organization has been impacted by this. Why don't you maybe walk us back through this, you know, this arc of a journey? I'm glad you brought that up, Shannon. Uh, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. I just want to put those names out there. Um, so COVID, uh, for lack of a better word, sucked for everybody. And um, the Black Chamber, I was not a part of the organization in 2020. Um, I had started a, another organization kind of in the same vein as uh, Colonel Stewart started the Black Chamber uh, when you didn't see something that was uh, working or providing the services that were needed in the community to create it. So I created an organization called the Colorado Springs Black Business Network. And uh, we were running that organization to fill the gap uh, when there was silence and when the people needed some support, um, not just on the business side, but on a, on a cultural, uh, social side with the, uh, the public executions of, of black people that we just kept seeing over and over again. Uh, during that time. So um, our organization was putting together events. We were partnering with organizations like uh, My Black Colorado. Uh, my, my brother Brandon Borns had a, had a beautiful organization out here during that time to help fill the gap. Um, uh, the organization is now called 6035 Media, uh, Carl Springs Business Journal. We partnered together on events like that. We partnered with uh, the cultural office of the Pike Peak region. Uh, I remember we did a um, the Art of Social Justice uh, during Arts Month in 2020 because uh, they couldn't do a, a live Arts Month event because of COVID and the restrictions. So we had, um, you know, local artists, uh, folks in the creative space, and we talked about, um, you know, social justice from an artist standpoint. And it was very well attended. It was an awesome event. And we just kept doing things like that, making people, making sure people felt connected, making sure people felt supported um, all through that time. And then um, we get to 2021, um, I got ready to turn this organization into a chamber of commerce um, after doing some really good canvassing of the community and seeing how people felt about it and um, knowing the, the, the good and the bad that may come of it, the, the net positive was worth making the next step. And the week that I was about to launch, um, I got a phone call from Jacob Pruitt and Yemi Mobilati. You probably heard these names before. Um, and they asked me to put a pause on turning the Black Business Network into a chamber of commerce and asked if um, we could fix the Black Chamber of Commerce that was already here. And I told them I already tried and wasn't interested in trying to spend any more time doing that. And they said that they hadn't tried. Let's give it a shot. So I deferred to those two brothers because they are legendary uh, in their own right. So and I'm, I'm the new guy in town, so I listened. And it took about a year and a half to do the transition. And in January 2022, um, I became president and CEO of the Black Chamber of Commerce. We got a brand new team. 
of some of the most incredible, brilliant minds in Colorado, Dr. Kenya Lee, Natasha Hudson, Kendall Godley, Amy Redcloud, and Joaquin Mobley. Good morning, my <laughs> brothers and sisters. Um, so now we are, we, are, we are making a huge impact now. Um, we started last year. It was our year one. So while this organization is 31 years old this year, to me this is year two. Um, and we're making a, a great, great headway in the community as far as helping our businesses. Ah, oh, it sounds like. And I uh, have you to thank for some of that too. Thank wh- you for the August uh, interview for Black Business Month. I appreciate that. Love you for that. That was awesome. <laughs> it was a great interview. Always like to help. Always like to help. Uh, but let's talk yeah. about your personal story. I mean, uh, you have uh, quite a background uh, in tech. So let's talk about that and and how you think your journey may mirror those of other Black-owned businesses out there. Um, you know, I've been a business owner for 11 years. Um, I'm an Air Force veteran. Uh, my wife served in the Air Force for 20 years, so she retired while we were here in the Springs. So for about 14 years, I was a military spouse. And to all my military spouses out there, I send you a lot of love this morning as well because that is not for the faint at heart. You've got to have a strong stomach to be a military spouse. <laughs> Certainly. Um, you know, your spouse is gone. You've got the kids. I had to learn how to braid hair, different kinds of hair, and wash and detangle and, you know, learn how to cook, and um, I had a really good job doing uh, cyber warfare kind of work for the Department of Defense um, while we were living in Tucson, Arizona, and uh, I was working for Network Enterprise Technology Command at Fort Huachuca. I mean, it was, it was horrifying, but it was an awesome experience to be able to defend this country from our enemies, both foreign and domestic, on the cyber front. It's crazy. So then my wife gets orders to Key West, Florida, and my job doesn't transfer, so I try to get a job on um, USA Jobs and end up landing a GS-13 as the IT director for the National Weather Service Weather Forecasting Office in Key West. So I'm super stoked. It's my first time going into the GS as a 13. It's crazy. That doesn't happen. And um, 23 days after they gave me the job, they rescinded the offer because it was one of um, President Obama's government shutdowns, and they lost the funding for the job. So I'm distraught like super distraught. I was on a 23-day high, and it just fell out from under me. So then we get to Key West, and my next job offer is $11 an hour to work for their largest newspaper down there. And I was like, you know what? I I can't do it. So I incorporated. I joined the Key West Chamber of Commerce, and, you know, the rest is history. I never looked back. And so while in Key West, those four years we were down there, I ran a Caribbean festival for three of the four years I was there. I was super involved in the community. I got introduced to Rotary International down there, so I became a Rotarian. Um, I was part of a lot, and the city of Key West gave me a commendation from the mayor before I left because um, my wife got orders here and um, you know, had a chance to serve on a citizen's review board for the police department. I mean, it was a lot. It was great. So I cried when I left Key West and going up US-1 to come this way to Colorado Springs. I get to the Springs. And, you know, before I got here, I did my demographic search. I saw there was a black chamber, a women's chamber, a Hispanic chamber, some huge chamber in the middle. So what that told me about this place before moving here is that there was some kind of story. At some point in this place's history, those different affinity groups felt um, uh, like they didn't have a voice, like they weren't getting what they needed. So they created their own chambers of commerce and told me that story. I saw there was a 6.9% black demographic here. I was like, man, that's going to be interesting. But I was born and raised in, in the Atlanta area in Georgia. So I'm used to seeing more sure. black excellence mm-hmm. in places that I live. So when I got there, when I got here, I got ready to work. And um, I got an offer to have a job uh, by one of my friends. And um, I had to think about, it. do I start a job or do I keep my business in Key West and do it here also? So I'm really glad that I took a chance on myself 
been seven years and it's been great. So, you know, really got myself embedded in the community. The first week I moved here, I joined the Rotary Club of Colorado Springs and was now known as the Colorado Springs Chamber in EDC. When I got here, it was the Regional Business Alliance and I became an ambassador. And seven years later, I'm on the board of the Chamber in EDC. I'm the president of the Black Chamber of Commerce. Um, and I've been a president of the Rotary Club of Colorado Springs and have done a lot more awesome stuff here. So it's just, it's been great. I love well, it. Your passion for business, your passion for uh, representing uh, your community uh, are both so evident yeah. from uh, what you're saying and and uh, growing your company, Firma IT Solutions. And uh, I want to ask you when we come back what ethical yeah. hacking is. So you'll have to tell us oh, that. Yeah, right we have to take a short <laughs> break here. Rodney and Doug Price. Uh, Doug Price, of course, uh, visits us regularly here on The Extra as part of the Visit Colorado Spring. Uh, a agency. Uh, but when we come back, we'll be talking more to Rodney Gallette, who, as he's been telling us, uh, has has journeyed uh, through many parts of the nation and uh, Key West, Florida being just one stop, uh, but making his home in Colorado Springs right now and is CEO and president of the Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce as we mark uh, Black History Month. We'll have more here on The Extra. Keep on listening. We're back with of course, our friend Doug Price, who joins us once a month this time of the month, and he's with Visit Colorado Springs, but also we have Rodney Gallette on the line, and he is the CEO and president of the Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce. And before we continue on with Rodney, uh, let me... Uh, bring the conversation back to Doug. So, Doug, uh, Rodney touched on this, that Colorado Springs does have uh, a a wealth of affinity-based uh, chambers of commerce. What do you think explains that? Well, you know, most people in, in town are familiar with the Colorado Springs Chamber at EDC, which is where Rodney and I met as, broad, as board members. Uh, but there are a number of different organizations uh, that are minority-owned, that are supporting minority-owned businesses, including the Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce, the Southern Colorado Women's Chamber, uh, the Colorado Springs Hispanic Chamber, uh, and the Philippine American Chamber of Commerce of Southern Colorado. So it, it is important for our organizations and other community organizations to really support one another and promote minority-owned businesses. And is you know, your listeners are hearing this morning, Shannon, there's, there was no one better, I thought, to bring on for Black History Month than Rodney, who uh, has, we are so fortunate to have people like Rodney who have moved to our community because of the military and his wife being stationed here. But it does, it, it really helps diversify where people are going, strengthens our economy, and ensures the community is growing is a is more diverse, inclusive, an equitable destination. It's very important for us. Right. And and it makes people feel welcome and 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 definitely broadcast uh you know the message that uh Colorado Springs isn't a scary place for people who are ethnic minorities or you know LGBTQ uh, you know or women uh, you know that that it is a place where all are included, all are welcome. Uh and and how do uh these organizations uh cross promote and and support each other? Well, I think that, the, and Rodney, maybe you would be better at, at talking about how those lines are getting blurred. Yeah, um, you know, we 
we all know each other, all the presidents and CEOs of the chambers in the region, and we have an organization called the Southern Colorado Business Partnership um, that we've had for, you know, a long time. How long has that organization been around, Doug? It's been a while, like a decade, yeah, over a decade, is. right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, you know, during COVID, that was that was critical. So uh, Ekta Marcoulier, who used to be the executive director of the Pikes Peak SBDC, uh, she's now with the SBA on a regional level. Uh, her and I were co-chairs of the organization during COVID. And, you know, to be able to have this meeting uh, once a month with all the leaders of the Chambers of Commerce and just, you know, talk about the issues in our own constituencies, and not just that, and, and about our members and how we can help them, but also uplifting each other, because that was a hard time, COVID. Um, you know, there was a lot of information that wasn't reaching everyone, like the PPP and the idle loans and some of the other programs that were coming out during COVID. Like a lot of people didn't know, so we were using each other to make sure that we could get all that information out and then train ourselves on any of the new upcoming legislations or, you know, benefits and opportunities that we could use to pass down to our members in our own chambers. So we we are we work very closely together. Big shout out to um, to President Lola Wallach and. Uh, Joe Aldez and um, uh, John Arita Claymeyer over at the Chamber and EDC. You know, it's it's it works when we, when we work together. This whole region wins. Mm. So you know, there's no room for scarcity. It's an abundance mindset, and we all understand that. And that's how we make this community grow and work together. It's great. I love it. it. And yeah. when business, and our good friend Terry Hayes up at Tri Lakes Chamber. Yes, Terry, Terry Hayes up at Deb the Miller over in Woodland Park and. Um, yeah. Our brothers and sisters, uh, John, James Flowers down at Fountain Valley Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, thank you, Doug. Appreciate it. Yep. <laughs> and when businesses are, you know, in that kind of vacuum of information, sometimes they can feel, feel isolated. Uh, it can, it can uh, weigh heavily on individual business owners, can't it, when they uh, maybe feel like there's no place in them in the traditional, you know, um, business chamber structure. Yeah, it can it can feel overwhelming sometimes. And, you know, what, what business owners have to understand is that networking is a big part of running your business. And for the black business community, um, we want folks to feel comfortable. You know, it's, it's interesting when we, as African Americans in this community, when we leave our homes and we go out to engage in Colorado Springs, we are we are in a place that's not, not all familiar. Um, you know, most of the places we go to, folks don't look like us. They don't carry our experiences or understand the, the things that we're trying to fight against. So um, sometimes there's a reluctance to even engage. And what I want people to understand is that, you know, we can't not engage this community. You have to face whatever discomfort, be comfortable being uncomfortable and, and engage the community. And that also goes on the other side for our, our, our white brothers and sisters to engage all the other parts of Colorado Springs they don't typically engage with. And, you know, and that helps building those bridges is what's going to help create the economic vitality in this region that we need to be the city of the future, to be the best city in America to live, work, and play. We have to be able to bridge those gaps, and that's what these chambers of commerce are here to provide. And the Black Chamber is proud to be a part of that mission, part of that work. Fantastic. Speaking of work, uh, so your work, uh, in addition to the other uh, IT solutions that you provide uh, through your company, Firma IT, uh, you do something called ethical hacking. I have to ask, what is ethical hacking? Yes, yeah, so I am a certified ethical hacker. Uh, it's one of my 16 certifications uh, given by the, uh, this was given by the EC Council. Um, it's a certifying authority. It's global, very well respected through all circles of IT 
from private sector, public sector to federal government. Um, so pretty much what it means, you've, you've heard of the Colonial Pipeline issue, you heard of what happened at Parkview Medical Center during COVID, um, you've heard of all these cyber attacks. I know how to do these cyber attacks. I understand them. I understand how they were launched. I study all the same stuff, but I use my knowledge to help people and not hurt them. That's what the ethical piece is. So I have to learn the dark side of the force. I have to be fluent in the dark side of the force for all my Star Wars people. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I use my powers for good. And, um, you know, it was very rewarding for me because, you know, when I look at the landscape of all the other folks, like a lot of people in this, in this profession, um, a lot of people who are certified ethical hackers are already working for big organizations. They're not out here in the community at large like I am. So, you know, it's, it's, it's different for me to be able to give this expertise to the people. When I was working for the federal government, um, you know, they got taxpayer dollars to fight the cyber war. But, you know, who doesn't have taxpayer dollars? KRDO doesn't have taxpayer dollars. Wow. You know, the COS doesn't have taxpayer dollars. Your lawyers, your accountants, your medical professionals, all these private businesses, they have nothing. The nonprofits, they have nothing. So, you know, there's a whole world of people who say that they're good at this stuff and they're not really that good. They're YouTube university trained and don't have the certifications. And, you know, a lot of times I've had to use my knowledge to help save companies from rogue IT companies that put them in bad contracts. Um, I've had companies that have had, you know, employees steal data off their computers and then erase all the data from the computers that I get called in after the fact and I can use my skill set to get the data back when there was no backups, right? Um, you know, a company gets hit with ransomware, able to help them recover from it. Um, so there's a lot of really unique ways for me to use this skill set to help the people. And this business affords me the opportunity to be able to serve this community in all the different capacities, all the different boards that I do because this, the, the business makes money. So the community helps support my company that I'm able to turn back around and support the community with you know, all types of charitable work and, you know, good well, stuff. I really hope that this is one show that my bosses are listening to because there's a reason why no <laughs> video stories that I produced prior to, 19, uh, to 2021 exist anymore. They were lost to the ether. Um, <laughs> Rodney, oh, if people... Wow. If people if people want to hear more about what you uh, are doing, uh, you have a segment uh, every day on uh, another radio station. That's fine. Uh, but uh, you uh, tell us what you do on 96.1. So um, my man, Kate Chiba, what's up, my brother, on uh, iHeartRadio 96.1 FM, the beat. Between 530 and 545, Monday through Friday, all this month, um, he has created what's called a Great Moments in Black History. And he asked me to, you know, do the segment with him. So I'm like, yeah, that's great. So every day I'm bringing out a new um, person from our history um, in black history and just giving some knowledge, the 60-second nugget on what they've done that was great. And, you know, we're not, you know, trying to focus on, you know, what is taught in school because we, we understand there's a, there's a, there's a watered-down version of American history that we're all taught in K through 12, which, is, which negatively affects us, unfortunately. But, you know, we, we know about Dr. King, we know about Malcolm X, we know about these big figures, but I want to talk about Lewis Latimer. You know, I want to talk about um, all the other folks that you may not have heard about uh, in class or in these black history segments, the people that are famous here in the Pikes Peak region, um, like Sister Clara Brown, you know, just all those folks. So we, we're doing that, and it's great. It's been a great segment. And I'm really proud to have been asked to be a part of it. So. Fantastic. 
Okay, so that's uh, uh, on the other radio station we talked about, 96.1, The Beat Every Day. (laughs) Hey, we need to take a short break. Rodney and Doug, stick around. More of the extra after this. We're back with Rodney Gillette, CEO of uh, the Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce, as well as CEO of his own firm, Firma IT Solutions. We also have Doug Price on the line with Visit Colorado Springs, the president and CEO, of course, of that organization. And uh, we have also an announcement of a big event coming up. Rodney, why don't you fill us in? Oh, man, we have so many events coming up. Shannon. So <laughs> okay. Well, we only have about four this. minutes. <laughs> All right, Cloud, well, brought through these. 16 February, State of the Chamber with the Colorado Springs Chamber EDC. Um, they're going to make a pretty awesome announcement um, concerning the Black Chamber of Commerce and us working together. So I'm excited about that. 25th of February is the African American Youth Leadership Conference Gala from 6 to 10 p.m. 26th February at the End Center for the Arts is the 10th annual Black History Program put on by One Body ENT. Thank you, DeAndre and Jennifer Smith. You guys are awesome. You're doing amazing stuff out there. 27 February is our Black Chamber Mixer at Anthem Music Enterprises. Terry Josiah Sharp and his wife, Kristen, will be hosting that for us. On the 2nd of March, Creed III, Michael B. Jordan's latest boxing pick, uh, Fighting Kang the Conqueror. You Marvel folks, you know exactly what I just said, but that movie will be on the 2nd of March at 6.30 at Icon Cinema. Uh, March 4th is the African-American Youth Leadership Conference, 30th Annual Leadership Conference at Colorado College. Thank you, Chantel Bridges, for all the work you've done to put this thing together for so many years. I can't wait to see this one. On the 8th of March is our COS CEO, a USAF Honorary Commander and Executive Director of Downtown Partnership, Susan Edmondson. And on the 12th of April is the COS CEO with me. And, you know, if you want to see other things that we have going on on our calendar, cosblackchamber.com pretty easy website to navigate you can see what's happening check our calendar and join us fantastic fantastic Uh, a lot of those sound really intriguing rodney maybe all maybe all of them if you can fit them into your calendar hopefully some of our listeners can (laughs) Uh, and doug price uh, there are other events going on that are also marking black history month why don't you share them with us well you know shannon on our website of visitcos.com we do have uh, people of color-owned businesses and resources listed. There's over 28 of them listed and, and also veteran-owned businesses. So people can get uh, a good insight to businesses that they, that they do want to support. And, you know, Rodney, I, I think that, you know, many of our members are also Black Chamber members, and there may be just a couple that you'd like to highlight as we, as we wrap up the program here. I, I, I would say that people should consider the Colorado Springs Pioneers Museum has a very good list of, of various black history events to support. So you can go to cspm.org and take a look at their Black History Month. And Rodney, what about sharing, uh, as we uh, finish up here, uh, some black-owned businesses that are, are, are truly leading the way, breaking barriers and helping making uh, this region a more inclusive place? Well, you know, we got Cornerstone Auto Repair, my man Bola, um, Affinity Mortgage Brokers, my man Dwight Howard, Solid Rock Community Development Corporation, Pastor Ben, showing you a lot of love, my brother. Uh, Purely Redefined. If you want to look like you are an age-defying individual, that's where you need to go. Go see my friend Dr. Kenya Lee, Hillside Connection, uh, Gorilla Media, Black Art Transportation, Spark Mindset, 
Golden Solutions Insurance, and more. You can check out uh, us again, COSBlackChamber.com. We have a very interesting directory. Our directory allows you to sort uh, between black-owned, woman-owned, 8A. We tag all of our uh, our members so that you can search what you're looking for. So if you're in Colorado, if you're listening, and you have uh, opportunities for black-owned or minority-owned business, come check out our website, and you'll be able to sort and find who you're looking for. And if you have any other questions, uh, you can get in touch with me, info at com, right? I, I think you, uh, you fell out just a bit there, dropped out with the audio. But uh, it, that's fantastic. Great suggestions. And also, if uh, any owners of black-owned businesses are out there and, and or managers and, and they say, this is the organization that we want to join, I'm sure you can find information on membership there as well. To our guest today, Rodney Gallette with the Colorado Springs Black Chamber of Commerce. Thanks so much for joining us here on The Extra. Thanks for having us. And Doug Price, always a pleasure to talk to you, of course, uh, with Visit Colorado Springs. Thanks so much, Doug. Thank you, Shannon. And I hope your listeners will put down the dates of June 16 to 18 as we celebrate Juneteenth at America the Beautiful Park. All right. That's looking a little bit farther out in the calendar, but always good to start planning ahead. And uh, people can find out more by going to CS Juneteenth Festival. Well, that's the extra as we are uh, helping our community mark Black History Month, uh, not just this month, but also uh, something to keep in mind through every month of the year. To our listeners, thank you so much for joining us for this hour of conversation. I'm Shannon Brinius. Tom Martino is up ahead.